Monet, I was just looking up the Anchor app. Have you heard about this? I've heard of it. Something to do with podcasts, right? Okay, so Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's absolutely free. Mm-hmm. And they have this like creation tool that lets you record a podcast and edit it right from your phone or your computer. Oh, that's right, because they can distribute your podcast for you, and it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all the other podcast distribution places, right? Oh, and you will get the listeners, honey, and when you get the listeners, you make the coin thought mm-hmm. but here's the crazy thing. You actually don't have to have a minimum listenership to get money. You can still make coins. So it's essentially every single thing you need to make a podcast all in one place. Oh, you're just so tickled. You love the idea of making podcasts. I love you, Monet. I love you. Now listen, if you want to download the free Anchor app, you can also go to anchor.fm and get started. So so we have on record you ignore Monique's call. I'm just saying, do we have on record that you ignore Monique's call? I mean, she ignored your call on record. You should get justice. Justice from Monet Exchange. Fans, I want to know what you, <laughs> what you think about the Monique-Monet drama. First, Monique ignored Monet's call, and then Monet ignored Monique's call. <laughs> I cannot believe this is, this is, the, this is your miscongeniality. Anyway, welcome to a brand new episode of Sibling Rivalry. That's not how we open our podcast. How do we? Oh, no, right. Hey guys, my name, my name is Bob the Drag Queen. I'm Mona Exchange. And this is Sibling, Sibling Rivalry. Ooh. On this week's episode, we discussed that one time Bob got robbed. We discussed the first time Monet ever talked to RuPaul. And then we find out what made Bob say this. I did not like Raven, because Raven said some shady shit about me during my season. She oh yeah, and you made me not like her. And we find out what made me say this. I think Tyra Sanchez is rude, nasty. She's a cunt. During my season... Pretty much, I will let Tyra know that she is a fat cunt. Oh, my God, girl. Should we tell them the tea? Let's tell them the tea, girl. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a Patreon account. I thought we had Patron. I thought they were bringing no, Patreon. Patreon. Bring bitch. the Patron out. <laughs> and we have a Patreon account. Uh, Patreon.com slash Sibling Rivalry Podcast. Yes. And if you uh, sign up now, you can get a monthly contribution. A monthly generous contribution. A monthly generous contribution. Reach right in your pocket. Reach right past that. You know, slide your hand right past that meat. You know what's in your pocket. Mm-hmm. And then just go into your... Literally meat. a slab of steak. Yes, yeah, slab of steak. <laughs> and then grab your wallet and give us a monthly contribution to get exclusive content, ladies and gentlemen. Exclusive, bitch. Shit that no one else is going to see. It's going to be for you. Ooh, y'all really... We really were having... A, we were really... We were arguing just now. Come on, they pissed me off. And you pissed me off. How'd I piss you off? What'd I do? By I'm, you I'm gonna say what you did, and then you said what I did. By you being ridiculous, and, and and here's the thing, Bob. When you talk, you argue. You only hear what you want to hear, and when other people talk, I didn't hear that. I didn't want to hear what you said. <laughs> <laughs> you are so set on what your argument is. You have no time. You don't want to hear what they want to say, and you and you and you pretend like you're listening. You just double down on the point, literally not listening to anything like, that happened. My original joke there was double down. <laughs> no, what I'm saying is, okay, me and Monet were arguing because Monet was late today. Okay. And I was saying that if we had been on time, Mitch would still be here. Mitch is one of, Mitch is one of our producers, mm-hmm. would be here to record us. But Mitch and Monet were both late. Mm-hmm. So we are sitting here. So me and Monet are running around, pressing, <laughs> pressing buttons. I'm plugging in shit. I'm tripping over stuff. My back hurts. I'm taking Advil. I'm tripping over shit. I'm sweating. Her, her beard is all full. <laughs> oh, and you think you're over here just looking like clean, sheen, McGee? <laughs> My point like was, Kimbo over here, bitch. <laughs> my point was, I was late because our producer, 
Mitch, call me to set up a time for this. Never told me the time, never told me the place. And Bob was like, oh, why'd you find out? I was like, well, first of all, A, I'm busy. I know you're busy too. But B, this is how we have done a lot of it. So this is not crazy and weird that I didn't find out the exact time. We have literally scheduled episodes of the podcast and then none of us have shown up. And then we are talking. We're like, girl, we're we supposed to do something today. So this is not like a, a crazy but thing. All I'm saying is, I knew the time, and I'm <laughs> because we're at your home. But I had shit to do today. I have not been sitting in my home doing. I want to see a receipt. Give me a Google Map. Drop a pin, bitch. I literally have. <laughs> these are receipts of my shopping that I was out doing today. Literal receipts. Thank you. I flew in from Montreal today. I had two meetings before I got here. You were in Canada. You must have been in Connecticut, bitch. We were in New York. You were not flying in from Canada to Mississippi. That is, how many hours is that flight? An hour and two and 29 minutes. Bitch, it takes longer to get from Philadelphia to New York City than it does to get from fucking Montreal. And I act like you crossed the Serengeti to be here. Oh, so you think that the airport that I don't have to do TSA, the airport, you need to get going in. You, I do have global entry, but you know traveling is very... I'm not, by the way, I'm not... I just came from the Mediterranean. I just came from Los Angeles. So, yeah, I, I've been international, too, honey. <laughs> honey, I've been in three countries. I've been in uh, five countries in the past fucking two weeks, honey. <laughs> you are so nasty, man. I have been in five countries in the past. How many you been in? I've been in three, bitch. Five. I win. That's three countries. God. America, Canada, and oh where? Oh, my God. America, Canada, and New Jersey. The great country of New Jersey. <laughs> it was lovely. <laughs> oh, my God. I hate you. So, you are so ridiculous. You're ridiculous. I can't believe I put up with this. A new country. You tried it, Patty. Come from an hour and a half drive. Came from a new country. Oh, it took me longer to get from uh, <laughs> the fucking east side. <laughs> Anyway, to I pay- am sweating. <laughs> I actually think my car ride from the airport took longer than her flight. <laughs> oh my god, I am sweating. I am. This is so ridiculous. Because the bullshit is literally pouring out of your pores, Shut bitch. Shut up, bitch. Uh, anyway, today's episode. This is a very special episode of Sibling Rivalry. It's called. Oh, you see. So now, so now you. you- <laughs> <laughs> then I try to fight with me saying, he asked me one day, whose bottle puff is this? I'm like, well, this is mine. He's like, bitch, no, it's not. It's my bottle. I was like, no, it's mine. Also, <laughs> Monet often steals my belongings. <laughs> oh my it's true, Monet. You said you're going to try to take this jacket out of the house. I didn't say, I asked you if I could borrow it to get, to get a pattern. You said, I'm taking this jacket. After you refused to give it to me. <laughs> but it's my jacket. Okay. I'll send you my pants back. You I got stuff in the table. Okay, okay, I don't want your pants. You can't slide it back, boo. We don't. I think. I think. We, I mean, but you don't. I, I didn't offer you. To, I mean, you, I think you asked for, for the pants. I think it slid. It slid forward in the course of us. probably. Yeah. That's what, yeah. yeah. All right, anyway, this we're answering questions. <laughs> are we? <laughs> this we're trying to say. We're trying to say we are answering questions from the listeners and the, the viewers. Yeah. Um, where's my phone? Let's get these questions. I feel so strange. Why do you feel strange? I feel like I'm being attacked. When you are, I attacked you. <laughs> Because I attacked you and your personage. All right, so we should go one by one. Okay, someone's. Um, um, why you get? To, okay, no, you go first. You can go first. Okay, I don't mind. Go, go, go. Okay. Um, do oh, do we want to say? How do you? How did you get it to look like that? What did you press? Look like what? How do you? Oh, I didn't know you could do that. Work. Surprise! What'd you do? How's yours? How's yours? I just went to the to the to the to this. What? Is, you go to other. 
No, 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 Hoagie Live wants to know, are you living for the new Sierra? P.S. Miss Your Mugs. You know, uh... Oh, Greg Hoagland. Yeah. Okay, I didn't. I did not know that Sierra had a new song. Is it good? Yes, level up. Level up. Level up, level up, level up. Is it cunt? I mean, honestly, it kind of sounds like Aja song. But level your pussy up. That? Here it is. What did it just sound like I was... Ew. You looking for the song? I mean, I feel like if I was in a club at 2 a.m., dr- a little drunk, and, and this song came on, I would live. Can I say what song is getting my pussy and turned all the way inside yeah, out? You won't stop playing it and singing the lyrics and dancing to it. I like dollars. I like diamonds. I like I like shining. Also, this is not new. This is old. So I, I discovered the song too late. Yeah. I'm always behind. Don't You're act brand an old-ass lady, girl. Yeah, you want to fight me? All right, what's your question? Uh, so, okay. uh, are you living for the new Sierra song or not? Yeah, I, I mean, it sounds... I just said, if I see... Not listening. If I was drunk in the in club a, at 2 a.m. And, and this and song came on, on, I would fucking live. <laughs> I, was, I was listening. <laughs> I was your question. My question. Oh, this is a good one. Ooh, I was going to get so mad at this. What? If you could pick any queen to replace RuPaul, who would you pick and why? Why would I get mad at that? Because I'm not going to say you. I always tell folks whenever I meet someone who wasn't rooting for me in my season, I'm like, you do not have to be rooting for me, for me to fucking be cool with you. You can root for someone else. That is, that's fine. I'm not upset about that. I if, they, if we could pick any queen, that's tough. If I was gonna pick anyone to replace RuPaul, it'd be Tadra Call. That's the realty. I think Tadra would be good at that role. That is the genius. You think so? I really do. Why? What is the why? I think that Tadric knows a lot about what it means to make it for yourself. I think he knows how to self-start. Yeah. I think he is a good judge of talent. And I think he's extremely talented and smart. And he's, uh, he's so fucking talented. He, his ass is getting huge. Hey, girl, he, he is he is on par with Monet Exchange. Girl, let me, let's not get crazy. He is. Tadric has a big Short ass. <laughs> that was my, that was my I know, Monet. I, oh. I, I, I watch Robo's Drag Race. Oh, do you? Yes, yeah, my favorite show. What, 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 what do you think about the name Exact Change? Oh, if someone named it Zach, they'd be cute. Exact. If like someone named it was Zach, then it was exact change. Exact change. That's cute. That's cute. Sure. All those names make more than just the Monet Exchange. Because <laughs> you said Monet Exchange is a thing. Short change is a thing. Exact change. Monet Money Exchange, that is a it's thing. It's a currency exchange. No, you've never walked out 40. And what it says you, currency you exchange. In, no, you live in New York. You've never seen a money exchange. Like, do you make no I've sense? I've seen a currency exchange. Talking about? Have you ever seen a money, something that says money exchange? Yes. Well, what, I have, I, we have one part? yes and one no. It says what? currency exchange. No, they say money. The one on Times Square that I saw, it says money exchange. What is wrong with pa- you? Patty just said it says currency exchange. Ask him what's wrong with him. <laughs> ask him. Look at him and ask him what's wrong with him right now. Ask him. Look at him in his face. Patty, what is wrong, wrong with you? It says currency exchange. It says currency exchange. I mean, some of them say money exchange. They say currency exchange. They flip-flop between them. What if money? Fans, can y'all please... Okay, can y'all can y'all please screenshot all the money? If you ever see a money exchange, screenshot it and, and post it on Bob's and post it on Bob's Twitter. Tag that one queen and all the money and all exchange, the currency booths. exchange booths. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> if I had to pick a queen, honestly, I would say Bianca because I feel like Bianca would do it with a lot of integrity, and I just I don't know. I just feel like Bianca would be a, a, a cool one to take over. RuPaul. Well, they get mad when RuPaul says some stuff they they think's offensive. What's gonna happen when fucking Bianca comes on the scene? I know. Bianca would be very irreverent. You have lipstick all over your teeth. Um, what drag race queen do you hate the most and like the most? Word. I bet you won't answer. I'm about to be I'm about to be very real. I bet you won't I bet you won't answer. I bet you won't get crook. I bet you won't get crook. 
Okay, who do I hate the most? That's a question coming from. Yeah, who said it? Uh, what? Uh, Deja, Deja underscore Vu underscore 10. I hate the most Tyra Sanchez. I think Tyra Sanchez is rude, nasty. She's a cunt. During my season. Pretty much, I will let Tyra know that she is a fat cunt. <laughs> <laughs> On the Snatch Game episode of, of, of my season, she randomly tweeted a picture of me, my Grace Jones look, and it said, Rest in peace, Monet Exchange, cause of death, coonery. Okay, ooh. When black people use the word coon, <laughs> To call another black person. That is more hateful than a white person using the word nigger. You think so? I really do. I don't think so. I really do because it is you intentionally using a word that you know. A, it's a racial epithet. coming. From, the call is coming from inside the house, Monet. But you get the same argument can be, can be made for nigger. No, not no, no. Because coon <laughs> is never used to be like, oh, that's my coon. No one said, hey, that's my coon. But people can say that. People who live... People say, that's my nigga. Like, as, but, but that's because young people have done it. All the people don't feel that way. intention. The intention behind coon is never, hey, yo, that's my coon. Well, but honestly, I, I'm not even trying to be funny. I'm not... I, you know, I always do a thing. I really think I have had, I have heard hood as niggas say that before. Not not even trying to do a thing. But also, that's I will all, say this. I have heard someone say ace, boon, coon. Right, and that's where coon comes from. That's A coon does not come from ace, boon, coon. No, coon, no, I'm, I'm, I'm saying ace, boon, coon comes from coon. Like, it's, it's the whole reclaiming shit. Coon is white people saying that black people look like raccoons. Right, but Ace Boom Coon comes from. I prom- I know what Ace Boom Coon comes it's from. from but it's not like when people. But I'm talking about just the word coon. Whether it's the word, whether it's a piece of it, whether it's a quarter of it, whether it's the whole thing, it's still the, the same root is oh, coon. So now, the, so now nigga and nigger don't have a difference. But, that's but just, whether it's the ace of it or part of it or the root of it, oh canceled. Anyways, okay. So, so you know, so you get what I'm saying? No, I don't. Because when I, someone call when black people call people coon, just the word coon, they are trying to specifically be derogatory and put another black person down using racial epithets. The calls coming from inside the house that is worse. I know. If, but a, I if like a random bitch on the street tell me I ain't shit versus uh, my mother. Tells me I ain't shit. The calls come in the house. That hurts more. But that's how older people feel about nigga, Bob. But that's Monet. It's intention. It's not how it's viewed from the outside. It's how it's coming out of your mouth. It's you have you and you saying you're never seen black person like yeah. Him over. Look, look, look at him being a. Look at her being a. Um, look at that motherfucker being a cheap ass nigga. Monet. It's that is rude. That's derogatory Monet, of me. Listen to me. When the intention comes out of the mouth of a black person to call another black person coon, unless it is Ace Boone coon, it is always, every single time, a racial epithet and derogatory put down. Nigga is not the same. It can most of the, be. Yeah, of course it can be. 100% it can be. But most of the time when black people call other black people nigga, they're not trying to put them down. And you know that's true. I agree with that. But- so it's not about how it's viewed. It's about the intention behind it. When you call someone a coon, you are intentionally trying to put them down. Another black person uses racial epithet and also and also but all but reclaiming the n-word into making it this thing it's only been something for like the past maybe 40 years but no one's reclaiming but I'm, sa- I'm, I'm saying but i'm saying like let's say next let's say in by 2020 people start reclaiming in 2030 you're gonna be like oh coon is like a cool word yeah you know what i'm but saying 2020 i'm saying I'm, I'm, what i'm saying but that's kind of the same root that the n-word has too i think you have to look at it with a with a mind like that instead of just it can you they can reclaim it just like they did the n-word. well i would say this tara wasn't calling you my nigga <laughs> okay I agree with that, and I think that is nasty and rude. And who do you like? Wait, why is we quiet? Because we can't. You can't. It can't run. Oh, editing. Got it. (laughs) (laughs) You be quiet. Jesus. And who do you like the most? 
Who do I like the most? I think, honestly, I not like the most. I, I, I'm, there's not one, besides you, there's not one like I like the most. I, I can't say that. But I feel like I really enjoy working with Shangela. She's my mom. Shangela is a good time. Like she's always down for a good time. My mom loves Shangela. She's so fun. My mom, my mom calls me once a week to talk about Shangela. Does she really? Yes. Yeah, you know Shangela did my mom's party. You Shangela yeah. and Naomi did my mom's party. I love Shangela. Mom she's had three black girls <laughs> at her party. You you you, 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 you stop looking at them. The whole time you go like this. I know. You Patty can't. Me, yeah, you can't look up at them. I look up to you, Patty. <laughs> I do. And then when we edit the video, it's gonna be you just referencing up here the whole time. Patty's really pretty. Can you have you never done TV before? <laughs> I, I've done a couple TV shows. Okay, well you know the where the camera's at. What are you? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> you're also not, you're not supposed to look at the camera though on TV. I know, but I'm, I'm not looking. But I did do here. a show. I did do one show where you're supposed to look at the camera. What show? The Tricks and Concert show. Oh, do you? Oh, do they direct look, yeah, at, the you look at the camera? Yeah, you look right at the camera. Work. Okay, who do you look, look like the most and who do you not? Who do I not like the Okay, you know, at one point... Be honest, be honest. I am being honest. I, I don't really have anyone I don't like right now, but at first I did not like Raven because Raven said some shady shit about me during my season. She oh, said, yeah, and you made me not like her. I didn't make you... I just told okay, you what Raven said to me. Right. What she had done did to me. I feel very defensive. So I was very upset about... I was very upset with Raven, but then we did some episodes of... Uh, we we worked a gig together. We did some episodes of Fashion Photo Review, and I like her now. Yeah. I don't have anyone that I don't like. There are people that I... Uh, no, I mean, Raven was the only person I had a beef with. I never had a beef with you anyone. You never had a beef with nobody else. That's a lot. I feel like you told me she had a beef with somebody else. Oh, I mean, I have had... Okay, I, me and Jinx got into an argument one time. Right. Oh, I love... But you, you tell your... Did you, say, did you say the Alaska one? I mean, Alaska... We talked about it one oh, time. Yeah. Did, right, okay. Me and Alaska have gotten into an argument. Me and uh, Violet have gotten into an argument. Me and Jinx. Me and Thor what is the common denominator <laughs> here, everyone? <laughs> what is the common denominator here? They, they don't know how to treat me. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't like people playing on my phone. Uh, <laughs> Who do you like the most? You're my favorite drag race queen. I know. I don't want to say that. It's so cheesy. For the well, day. it's the truth. I mean, my favorite drag race queen is probably Alaska, and I hate saying that because she's skinny and white. My favorite—that's like when I like looking at them to like enjoy their art. But my favorite drag race queen to be around is hands down you. So you don't enjoy my art? Not more than Alaska's. Monet, you what you your one song over Alaska's two albums? She has a larger body. I mean, you okay, we're talking about body, drag, but she has a larger body of work. <laughs> <laughs> when you talk about drag, it's more than just You're my music. favorite queen to be around, Monet. What else do you want me to say? You're my favorite queen to be around. Okay, but when you talk about art, there are many layers to art. Like you, Monet, I like Alaska's work. So you don't like my work? I do like your work, not as much as Alaska's. You know I'm going to tell you the truth. I'm going to tell you the truth. Okay, good. But you are my well, favorite. Well, let me tell you how I feel about your art. Go ahead. I think your art is great, by the way. I, I, when I, when I, when I, before you was on Drag Race, I would come to the city and watch you all the time in all your little crunchy shows. <laughs> I would see you over at the Help where you ruined my show. I see you on Monday on oh. Mondays at Barracuda where you ran the crowd away. <laughs> you mean? I saw you on Tuesdays at Industry where threes and sixes of people yeah, were right. And I saw you down with Miss Cracker um, when I used to do my show on Sunday at Barracuda. I mean, uh, Hardware. I had crowds on crowds on crowds, and then Cracker and Monet would come in, and, and people would. Ru- <laughs> That is not. Monet, you at first that is true. When you and Cracker first got there, and you would follow up me at a hardware. Okay, what's what to say? You had crowds and crowds is not crowds accurate. On crowds. 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 <laughs> oh my God, you crowds. What? Is that what you trying to do? No. I mean, okay. But yeah, those, so those my, but you're my favorite. You are my favorite drag race queen to be around, hands down. If I had to pick any queen to be around, it'd be you. Okay, ask your question. Not as awkward. Sorry. Oh, this one, Patty and I get this on Reddit a lot. Here we go. Okay, Bob, this is for you. Would you rather have one elephant-sized duck 
or 100 duck size elephants? 100 duck size elephants. <laughs> I think it's the same person. Well, one, <laughs> I, think yeah, so I would rather have 100 duck size elephants. Like I mean, little tiny ducks? I can get rid of some of them. But you can't get rid of one elephant sized duck. And That's kind of fierce, though. And I live in New York City. <laughs> but also, having these little ducks, I can travel, or these little elephants, I can travel with them. They can go, we can, we can go do stuff. I can take them to like a bar. People will gag. It's hard to get around with an elephant sized duck. Can you imagine an elephant like this size? That would be so cute. It'd be really cute. But you can make a killing if you start, if you sold them. And a, yeah, see, it's already better. But also, you can charge people to come see your big, your big, your big. I duck. can charge and see the little elephants too. And then I can sell a couple of them. I can sell a hundred of them for probably a hundred thousand dollars each. You would sell all of them? What the fuck am I gonna do with a, um, a little elephant? I don't even. I don't even. As a pet, Bob. Like, what would you do with a dog or a cat? Money. I can't have a pet. I travel too much. Well, that's about to come to an end. Wow. What's what's popping? Your back. My back does hurt. I know. It is, it is. It is really not cute. I had to take Advil today. And you know, Bob loves to brag about how he doesn't take medicine. I don't take medicine. I don't watch TV. He would not Um, stop talking about it. I don't like medicine. I don't do medicine. It's not that I wouldn't stop talking about it. All right. Um, What is the weirdest? This is a question from Deja. Okay, shoot. All right. We're asking Deja Vu underscore. Deja underscore Vu underscore 10. Oh, wait. Wait. That last question was by um, Van Angelo. Got it. What's the weirdest thing you did in drag? What's the weirdest thing you did in drag? Okay, Bob, let's settle. Jesus. Are they recording? It should be. Is it? Are they recording? The weirdest thing I've done in drag. You want to go first so you feel more comfortable? Yeah. I, I want, you know, I've only ever hooked up in drag once. I sucked a dick once at Lucky Chang's in the bathroom and it was a horrible experience. Oh, why was it so bad? Because, you know, when I'm hooking up, I like to put my mouth on people and when I'm wearing <laughs> lipstick. I'm like, <laughs> like, you know, like, like, like drinking through a straw. <laughs> uh, the weird thing I did, I hooked up with a guy and, um, and we know that everything was going on. You know, I was downtown getting, getting things together. Go, 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 go. And bitch, my wig was. <laughs> oh, no, didn't you one time like run from some hood people in the Bronx? Yes, that too. But this one was weird because so my wig was slipped off. So my <laughs> the wig was slipping and then it fell off. So just me, <laughs> the ball man, just getting it out. Like, what was was he shook? <laughs> he wasn't shook. Oh no! <laughs> but I mean, you know. It, I was in between shaves, so I wasn't bald. I was balding. It's a big difference, girl. Oh, God. That George Jefferson. <laughs> Maybe that. <laughs> and you ever seen the meme? It's, it's Patrick, and it's like, and he has a wig on. It's like, when you fucking him, your wig fall off, and he puts it on. There's a great meme on this guy in my neighborhood, Grinder. It's a girl getting hit from the back, and he's pulling her durag. And it says, well, she wants you to pull her hair, but she's from New York. <laughs> he's just pulling on her durag. Wait, did, did y'all wear durags in ATL? Yes, Monet. We had do rags and and Biggie albums and electricity and water. Too. All those things. Wow. Wi-Fi even. Wi-Fi That's even. Crazy. Um, what is you know uh, you know is that the weirdest thing? But I remember my when I first did drag, my mom said you're not like going to the you're not like going to the grocery store and drag. Or I was like no, I go to my gigs and I come home. I'm not like going to the grocery store and drag. But then one day I had got off my gig and got off the train at 103, and then I went to the Dagestinos. Mm, girl. And I was like, oh my god, I'm in full drag. And, well, we did it all the time. I was like, hey, I'm grocery shopping. Oh, oh, was this like the first time you did it? You yeah, I was like, oh my God, I told him I wasn't doing this, and this is fully what I'm doing. I have a new series coming out, I Feel Skinny, where I do group workout classes in full drag. See, that's a good plug. Right? What you got? What is this, a super secret project? What is it, uh, Avengers 4 movie? All right, uh, my qu- oh, your question now. Um, this comes from Robert Harder. He says, when did you know you could really trust one another? I knew I could really trust you. I'm trying to think. I remember telling it to you, and now I forgot what it was. 
Something you did. Well, it was that that Mortal Kombat costume. Was that? Well, it was not that. Yeah, I think that was it. I was really, I was, I was, I was doing Queen and Industry, and I really, and it, it, it seems so trivial now, but it was when I realized you really were a good friend. Oh my God, I'm about to tear up. Oh my God, guys. Lies, no, I'm not. Anyway, she was fully tearing up, <laughs> fully crying. I needed a costume done for this gig, and Bob, you had just finished. You would, you, it was a, it was a Tuesday night, so you had done Bad Drag Queen. It was like three o'clock in the morning. You, you were, we were leaving the bar, and at that point, I was like, "There's no way this bitch is still gonna do this." It's three o'clock in the morning, and yes. Something early, the, early, early, early the next day as well, and I was like, uh, and you were like, no, you like no money, come up, I'll do it for you, and you stayed up until like eight o'clock in the morning to make this costume for me for this fucking well, bar night. Something morning I would say about me is if I if, if the hell or high water, I will do it despite myself. But if I say I am going to do something, I am going to do. I will ruin true. myself to make sure I stay true to my word. And I wish it wasn't true, but it really is true. Well, when you honestly, I believe that your word is all you have. Yeah. <laughs> Monet don't hit the table. <laughs> <laughs> now, if I believe your word is all you have, so if you're not going to stay true to your word, then what the, what, what the hell are you going to do? You really do everything you say you're going to do. When did I know I could trust you? I mean, I feel like, honestly, I just, over time, I just learned that I could trust you. I don't think it was one particular moment. I was like, now I now I know I can really trust this bitch. No, I think just over time, I just knew that I, I just knew I, I, I can trust Monet. I've never remember feeling like I couldn't trust you, but I remember being like, yeah. oh, I can just trust Monet. I do remember I caught Monet crying one time. You caught me crying? Yeah, I remember when you did my mom's show. Oh, yes. Oh, bitch. <laughs> can I tell the story? You can tell the story. Bitch. Okay, so I am in, where were we? We're over in, we're in Seattle. And then I did your mom's show on that Wednesday, and I was in Seattle on Friday. And then I'm just in, I'm in Seattle at Target, minding my own business. And then you call, you know, we, we talked to you at least twice a day. And I'm like, hey, Bob. And you're like, <laughs> like, it, like, I could not understand a word you were saying. Like, I was crying. You were, bitch, not crying. You were boo-hooing. I was okay, having bitch? a very emotional day. And then I was like, Bob, what's up? <laughs> Monet. And that's a terrible impersonation. Of <laughs> and I was like, so then I got scared. I'm like, oh my God. First of all, I've never seen you cry. I've seen you cry once. At, when? At, at the Ritz. Oh. <laughs> you, but I lost. Uh, <laughs> Girl. But I lost Arlen. She's a sore loser, loser honey. No. That was. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was like a combination of exhaustion and depra- and like sadness. <laughs> that was girl. That was a on the second floor of the Ritz. Girl, that was a day, honey. I hadn't slept in like four days. It was oh, that was that was madness. So the Bob comes crying. I said, I'm like at this point, I'm freaking out. So I'm like walking away from everyone. I'm like, Bob, what's going on? He's like, Mona, this feeling really worse. So I was like, I was like, Bob, what was going on? You and th- then he said, my mom. And I was like, Oh my God, your mom? What? What? Bit spit it out. And, and then you tell me how oh, she's just really happy for me. <laughs> and she was really happy for me coming to do uh, her show. Well, she was that. particularly moved because Monet did uh, encourage us. Which is my mom, one of my mom's favorite songs. And when my mom was really, really, really sick, and her uh, partner at the time was leaving her, mm-hmm. she would literally just lay in this bed. She couldn't move. She couldn't do anything for herself. Her hair was falling out. She was ninety six pounds. Wow. And my mom was five foot eight. So that's a, she was. She literally looked like a skeleton. So that's literally me at two years old. And she was like, I would just listen to this song, and that was the only thing that can get me through, encourage yourself. She goes, you, sometimes you have to encourage yourself. And she would just like, and it just really touched my heart. You don't know how much it touched my heart that Monet did that song. And she just knew. It was like she knew. And then that's at that point when I said, that is my child. They are siblings. Uh, oh, my God! 
Christopher and Kevin really are similar because he knew God told him. You know, I don't believe in God. My mom really does. I believe that I believe in God, but like not Jesus. Anyway, I was like, God told him to play that song for me, and it really moved me. And yada yada yada. Anyways, <laughs> you want a tissue? No, I'm I'm good. Get you some toilet tissue. I'm good, my coon. <laughs> You see, you're ridiculous. This is why. <laughs> uh, when did, wh- where, and when did you guys meet? Love you both, by the way. That is from P. Vlena. I feel like we said it already. Do we have to say it again? I mean, I don't remember. I mean, I remember my first memory of you. <laughs> my very first memory of you is you at uh, the Ritz on a uh, Tuesday night. You were wearing this feather headpiece, these <laughs> white lips, some. Dusted and disgusted makeup. These ugly wedges with feathers glued onto them. And walking. Y'all know Monet's a slew footed. I don't know if y'all know But Monet's feet kind of like curve in like this. And she walks and her feet kind of like kick out. Uh, that's how you walk, Monet. That is fully your walk. And Patty knows you because he's laughing. So I was like, this bitch looks crazy as hell. And that was my first memory of Monet Exchange. My first memory of you was when Jasmine Rice was trying to get a job. Back then, she was Empress Dame, Lolo Main, Kim Gigi Crash Car. <laughs> Chicky Crash Car. Chicky Crash Car. So and she was trying to get a job at Lucky Chang's. And you, Delilah, and someone else were working. And we walked in. I don't, I don't, I don't think you even remember me because we, we went there as boys to find out if she can get a job there. And then... You were there, and then I saw you again like two nights ago. Two nights after that, it was my first night work. First night going out to the Ritz, and you were there at the Ritz performing at Saliva. What do you know what number I did? I don't remember. I really don't remember what number it was. Well, if you guys look up uh, "Drag Queens Love Diamonds" and my old drag name "Kitten with a Whip," there's a video of me performing "Diamonds Are Forever," and then this one drag queen stands up with a massive, <laughs> massive afro. <laughs> That's me. And that is that this one I will say that was the first time. That was the first number I saw you doing. I was like, oh my God, this bitch is fucking fierce. But I don't want her to be my drag mother because she's ugly. That is Monet. <laughs> okay, here's a, here's a real secret that Monet will not cop to. What? But Monet will, in private, acknowledge that I mothered her while her official I, drag mom is someone completely different. Honey Davenport is Monet's official drag mother. I but, never deny that. But I, I raised this. I raised this baby. <laughs> Literally in every interview I've ever done. I used to hold you like a baby. <laughs> Literally in every interview I've ever done, I've always said it how Bob has taught me everything I know about drag. Uh, but your drag mother is Henry Davenport. You just you, you just want me to say that out loud again on camera. It was nice. Um, <laughs> My turn. Yeah. This comes from... What is your favorite emoji? Oh, I love this one. Oh, your tongue. You, you, it is your favorite thing to stick your tongue out your mouth. You <laughs> love it. This Cardi B. <laughs> um, I like that emoji because I feel like it is. Uh, if you want to send a text, but you wanted to seem a little bit dirty, uh-huh. you just go ah. that one. I, I love um, the the drooling one, which they which is they like just discontinued that. Really, the drooling one. The drooling one. The one where he's like. And I also love this one. Thumbs up. I will send that. My my short response to everything are work. I would just if someone send me a whole diatribe. And I would just say W E R Q. That's work. so rude. Work. That's me saying, got it. I acknowledge everything you said. Work. Or I'll send this. No, what, are you, what you're really saying is that what you're... No, work, saying work, I think it's rude to respond to. I really no, do. I don't care what you think. I'm saying work. It's fucking rude. You don't think, you don't think that's rude? No, if, if, I, said, if I give you a whole dissertation about... But it other, doesn't require a response. It's me saying, okay, I got it. I just go, work. But it's not, it doesn't require... If you're saying, we need to meet tomorrow at 5 o'clock outside of Lincoln Center... 
And, and, I, and wear red and blue shoes and wear that shirt. Instead of me saying, yes, I will meet you outside of Lincoln Center tomorrow <laughs> if I, I was going to work. But sometimes, yes, meet me at Lincoln Center, right shoes, blah, 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 And I'm also feeling really crazy about my feelings. I don't know if Jacob likes me anymore. But you didn't put that. That's not I, that's not a text I would say work to. If someone sees me, yes, just, if, if you ask for a response, I give you a response. But if you just are telling me something, I just go, work. Hmm. That's not rude. Okay. Your turn. You stop it because you know I'm right. <laughs> Monet, that's when I know I got Monet. When she was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, this one is a question from Angela Riella. Would you ever consider doing a combined tour or album together? Oh my god, a whole album together? Hey, you know what? Bob has been talking about doing this uh, this this Black History Month album for a long time. Black I think, Christmas? No, no, no. The Black History one. You, oh, Black History Month. Yes, yes, yes. And I think if you, like, combining, like, our musical talents in our mind and opera, yours and rap, and, like, make it something just really niche and really, like, funky, I think we could do something really fierce. That could be fierce. And, like, so, and, like, my really idea cool is that video. we take different uh, characters throughout Black History, we write the, each of them songs. Like, Frederick Douglass. Yeah. Uh, um, Harriet Tubman. Booker T. Washington. Rosa Parks. Bob the Drag Queen. Like, people <laughs> who really contribute to Black yeah, History. Yeah, like Khloe Kardashian. All of those. <laughs> she does have a place the, in Black the, History. The real pioneers, girl. Um, but no. and or So, I mean, but I also, I would actually love to, once we get our shit together and show to our stuff, um, I would love to do a Sylvan Rivalry tour, too. I would love that. I think fans would, we do like a sit down, yeah. do a podcast, and then also do numbers. Yeah, for sure. I think the fans would live for that. And would, Oh, my God, Bob. Ah, Monet, your hands are huge. You also, I hate when you say for sure. For sure. Naomi loves saying that. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I don't know why it's funny. Fox Fox Red Rider 600 says, Spill the tea on RuPaul. Is she as bad as queens are saying? Have you ever had an experience with RuPaul outside of RuPaul's Drag Race? Yes. Okay, so here are my, I've had very few. One time I was going to see Tadric Hall in Kinky Boots. And then um, I saw a huge man on the street. And then next to him, a other very tall man who was a little bit shorter than was RuPaul and his husband. And I said, RuPaul. And he turned and, and he, but he was, about, he, he, was, he was like, he was like getting out of Dodge. It was like he was left right during, right before the battle or something. He wanted to get out of there. And I said, RuPaul. And he was like, Ugh. and I said, it's Bob. And he turned around and said, oh my God, Bob, hey girl, what you doing here? And I was like, bitch, what's in there you doing here? And I said, I'm coming to see Todrick. And she was like, oh my God, that's great. It's good to see you. What you been up to? I was like, I've just been working, traveling around the world, thanks to you. And she goes, what? Congratulations. Good to see you. And then she went about her merry way. And the second time I was headed to DragCon in New York and I was just standing in line at the in the uh in the um premium line at the delta in jfk and then um i heard someone come in and go bob the drag queen and i looked up and it was where in, in lax at uh, jfk work and it was rupaul and i said RuPaul, what are you doing here she said hooking <laughs> hooking <laughs> and then we chatted for a little bit and then we went about our way See, and so, 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 would you say that RuPaul is not this monster? RuPaul has been great to me. RuPaul yeah. has been great to me. I wasn't there. RuPaul cursed out Pearl, or RuPaul uh, wasn't friendly with uh, Kennedy, allegedly, or all those things. But RuPaul has been great. And by the way, again, I don't, I don't work at World of Wonder. I don't work for RuPaul. I will never be on RuPaul Drag Race again. I have nothing to prove by being nice to RuPaul. My, I've had two interactions. I mean, I have one with him outside of the show. Was when I was in Todrick's show, and Todrick was talking to Ru while I was. I, I, I did Todrick's makeup for one of them. Mm-hmm. Now, so I was talking. Todrick was talking to Ru while um, while I was doing his makeup, and he's on like. The phone or- 
on, on the phone. Oh, and he was like, yeah, Rue, I'm just sitting here with Monet Exchange. And Rue was like, who? And, and Taj was like, um, and Taj was like, um, Monet. This was, this, this was the season before. I had auditioned like four seasons at this point. So this was like mm-hmm. the third. This was se- so you haven't been on yet? No, this was season nine. For season nine, if that makes sense. And then um, he was like, he was like, oh, Monet Exchange. She was like, he's like, he's like, I love her. He's he like, he like, so I said, hey. And I was like, hi, Rue. And he was like, hey, baby. And then that was it. Work. You know? And then, so. See, that's an example of work, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> so, RuPaul's not a monster. Also, I want to say this. When we do the one-on-ones with him in the workroom, people think that these are these, like, contrived, scripted things. They're not. Ru is asking questions about your life. Obviously, it's a show. There are some questions that they have to ask you to further a story. Like, your mom's dead, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> they love, if your parents are dead, they will bring it up on your parents, Just for the record, your parents are, like, super dead, right? <laughs> so, of course, they have those questions. But, like, when the camera's cut, like, they are moments where there are there are moments where Rue's like, oh my god, I love that shirt. Where did you get it? It's really cute, right? Uh, y'all kids are so crazy, and there are genuine. The whole thing is genuine, but again, we're there to make fucking TV, and there are stories that have to be told. So every question cannot be. <laughs> every question could not be about your dead parents and when did you get herpes and how is it affecting your life. You know what I mean? Like it's just, it just can't be that all the time. Yeah. So I I don't think for me, RuPaul is not a monster. Right. That's that, but that's just for me. For me in my life, no. Um, here's one for you, Monet. Do you really like Trixie Mattel, or do you just pretend for the show? I guess that's for me. Um, no, <laughs> Trixie is one of my best friends from Drag Race. Yeah, I, I talked to her today on the phone. Actually, did you really? Yes, we, what did you talk about? Tell us. While I was shopping for fabric, we were uh, talking about um, we were talking about her Oh Honey palette, and she told me about the joke you wrote <laughs> that, my, that I should have a palette called Oh Crunchy. <laughs> and then I said, oh, wouldn't it be funny if I had a palette with sugar pill with just all different shades of black? That's everything. And it'd be a really fierce palette. Um, and then no, 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 and then we talked about just like drag gossip. Did you guys talk about how fierce Monet changes? I don't know that we mentioned you. No, we mentioned you during the old crunchy joke. So I guess yeah. she, she did give you some props. Good. I think Trixie is really funny, so that means a lot coming from her. Gustavo Porto, he says, ¿Cómo se siente siendo a mejor drag el RuPaul? Let me read it. Point. Como se siente siendo mejor de drag de RuPaul? Do you know what it says? Si. Si. (laughs) (laughs) Great. Moving on. Monet, thoughts on how Raja pronounced your name on Toot or Boot? I'm so... I don't know where did that even come from. Why? I think it came from that little accent. She's like Mona, and then it started getting like ridiculous. <laughs> it got it got crazy. The last one I think there's this compilation video of her saying it is yeah. like Mona. Oh, no. Do people come to you and girl? Mess? Yes, they're like. Huh? <laughs> And did you were you were you immediately like what? The fuck? I was like, what are you talking about? Then I realized what it was, and then I'm like, okay, that's kind of cute. That and sponges, girl. Patty and I have gotten enough sponges to last us a lifetime. But if I told you, I actually wrote Mona, Mona uh-huh, on a letter they gave me yesterday. yesterday. I, I mean, I get a lot of purses, as you can imagine, a lot of handmade purses. Why? Um, I, I did a purse thing in my season and fan art. <laughs> fan art. I get a lot of fan art too. But I mean, I haven't been on the word road and. I haven't. I mean, besides the five countries I've been to in the past couple of weeks, I haven't been on the road for a long time, so I haven't gotten any fan art in a while. Yeah, it's probably gonna. But I end. have a lot of it on my wall, but you see my 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 fan art wall. No, I haven't. Um, moving on. 
Skinty ways. Whose tuck? This is from lonely underscore ghosty. Whose tuck is the most suspicious? <laughs> that is a solid. <laughs> that is not true. Why? Monet, your tuck is slippity sloppity backwards and floppity. All these words are true. One time, um, <laughs> the, ah! okay, and there first you have of all, it. First of all, and that there was, you have First of all, that and was, there you have it. I was doing drag for maybe a year at that point, not even a full year. No, you were not. You were doing drag for like four years you know at I'm that saying? point. I'm saying, find my one of your uh, flippity floppity back, meaty, backwards meaty tucks. Oh, I have them. I'll wait. Okay, we'll do it after the show. Anyway, but if Monet has to see, she will stop traffic, get out of her car, and show you she ain't got nothing. When that happened, it was okay. First of all, Bob, here's okay. So here's how Bob used to back in the day, right? Because Bob could sew, and I couldn't sew. He hadn't taught me how to sew yet. So I would ask Bob a lot for him to make costumes for me. So then one day we're at his house, Kiki, and having a good time. Bob was like, um, "You want to come do my show?" At 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 at, at Boots and Sound. I was like, oh my god, I would love to come do your show. He's like, but here's the thing, I can't pay you. I was like, it's sure, no problem. He said, but I will do something for you to compensate you for coming to do my show, right? Yeah, that's what I'm so, I'm not, I do. So I'll give you something if I can't pay. I'll give you. So something. I was at his Bob's house, no drag, no makeup, no anything, and I I put on your I I didn't have tucking panties, so I just put on a dress. I tried to try, and I just tried to put my dick and my balls between my legs and like do the show like that. Girl, and let's just say thick thighs make the dick rise. <laughs> <laughs> just full on exposed, and this there was like a, someone took a picture. You could just see my stuff. You should have had me make you a skirt that flared out. Why didn't you do it, Bob? Money, I didn't know you didn't have tucking panties. You showed up ready to do drag. You don't know at one year you're not a tuck. You've been doing drag for a year. You okay, what well, I'm saying was I know it was not even a year yet. I'm saying it was like in that interim. Well, I'm just saying your tuck is suspicious, more suspicious than mine. Now? To this day. No, it is not. There's no evidence of me having a meaty tuck. There's no Can you find one of me? Yes, when I, there, that, that, that boots and saddles fantasy. Okay, Bob. And, and the video you won't let me speak of. <laughs> Which I have, as a friend, very respectfully not spoken of. Moving on. <laughs> You as a girl, I'm so I don't know why I even agreed to do this podcast with you. <laughs> All right, let's do it. Oh, this is a good one. Um, this is from Like Six. How do you like your ass cooked when when you eat? <laughs> <laughs> do you like eating booty? Oh, I love eating booty. Like, I always say I would eat booty like I had an expression. Like, I love <laughs> eating booty, but the quickest way to a man's heart is through his butt. Girl, it's everything. But here's the thing: if I'm gonna eat your ass. When you come over, bitch, we're taking that shower together. I'm just, I have to make sure she is squeaky. Well, there's ways to find out. You make out, just give her a butt a little, a little touch, and then like be like. No, sometimes they got a little. They, sometimes people be prairie dogging, and it might uh, smell t- like touching cloth. <laughs> so you have to make sure you shower together, and then you just get you lather up your finger, you just slip in the booty, and be like. I just trust that someone is gonna if they're gonna know they're gonna get their butt. So that you don't know. I always tell people that's what I'm into. Also, okay, how do you like eating ass? I like the full weight of a person on me. I oh, mean, no. I like to be down like this. <laughs> <You're>, <laughs> weight. No. The full, I mean, like two, like. How can you breathe? Y- breathe? <laughs> Bitch, I'm eating. <laughs> You're like one of those guys who like fat bitches to jump to fall on them. <laughs> you just, God. <laughs> but I just thought they're gonna well, see another drink. Oh, 
oh no, you got like you can lay down the bed. I'm gonna just go uh, and then oh you on all fours. That's I like that. Well, situation. Come on, first of all, I'm blowing you, and then you just rock the legs back. That too. Rock That's, them up and just give it a give that a good go. Um, and then you flip them over, and then you. You put your hands under their legs and grab their arch of the back and pull it down. It I've never done that one. It makes them toot it up more. And then you're like, have a seat. <laughs> also, Bob, you like you. Some of the guys you hooked up with are like literally an inch tall, so you can literally just pick them up <laughs> by their arms and turn them around. Well, I like around. really short guys and really tall guys. You're so weird. That's not weird. I don't like short guys. If you are short, I am not into it. Close your ears, Patty. <laughs> I can't with short. And Patty don't like Jamaican, so I guess y'all even. I'm not Jamaican. That wasn't about you then. <laughs> That it wasn't about you. Oh, uh, I will say one of like if you are if we're gonna hook up, you have to eat booty. I don't know, I have a lot of booty to eat, but bitch, I I mean, guys have eaten me out for literally. I like, have friends over. <laughs> <laughs> for literally two hours, girl, that was everything. Up, uh, money, you have a big alley. When they fart, you won't hear it for a week. <laughs> <laughs> These fucking bad jokes. That was a good one. Come on. All right, um, what is your worst hookup experience? This is a question from. John David Crotchet. My worst, Bob knows this, my worst hookup experience. Now, I like hood motherfuckers. Hood coons. If, <laughs> <laughs> I'm reclaiming it. I'm starting to reclaim. <laughs> if you look like you will beat me up, steal my wallet, give me a black eye, and maybe punch out a couple of my teeth, I am into it all the way. Especially white boys who are like that. I think that's so hot. Eight mile fish. Down. So, uh, ha- hashtag, uh, shout out Harlem Hookups. <laughs> Harlem Hookups. We give him a shout out. We need to have him on the podcast. We need to, yeah. <laughs> so, I look at Grinder. Boom. Yeah, he's he lives. He, he, I hit him up. He's like, he, tell, he sends me his address. Of course, you have to look it up for us on Google Maps. Make sure you know what you're going to. I look it up, and I see that it's a project over there on Fordham Road. And I'm like. Then rocks. Yeah, in the Bronx. Okay. I'm like, ooh, the projects. I'm like, okay, this is gonna be really hot because he lives in the projects. Boom. So I go over, drive in my car. I get to the, I, I get to, I, I get to the house, and then I call, and I'm like, hey, I'm downstairs. He's like, come up. I'm like, come up. I mean, you want fucking alley? <laughs> no, but I'm saying at least come down and get me. Are you like fucking in a car? You want to like fucking a car? I, I will fucking my car. Yeah. I guess so. I don't. I don't have a car, so I'm, I'm like, I mean, I, I'll bring an Uber over and just uh, ask him to <laughs> mind his business. <laughs> So it's like it is like a quintessential New York project. It's like a building that's like twenty nine stories high. Oh, yeah. Like there are people hanging outside, smoking weed, drinking all hours of the day. All hours and of no the day, no matter what the weather is. Girl, it was three three o'clock in the morning. It was like everyone was outside. It could I'm be like, drenched in snow. Everyone's outside. <laughs> so I go inside and I get in the elevator to the seventh floor, and then the door opens, and it literally like the perfect scene. Like there's a the hallway like flickering on and off. I was like, this is. But you're so- upside down. <laughs> <laughs> It's just so sketchy, and then I go and I knock on the door, and it opens, and it's two of them. I was like, I'm not opposed to this, but if you bitch, I need to know what's going on. So then suddenly my spirit was not sitting right, and I was like, Hey, I left my wallet in my car. I'll be right back. He's like, Why? He's like, Why you gotta get your wallet? You cool? You cool? I was like, No, no, no. I was getting my wallet. So at this point, I'm backing up to trying to find the elevator, and I'm pressing the door, and they're coming out of the apartment to the elevator. Are you in Geesh? Yes, I'm in drag. Work like after a gig, Geesh, after a gig. or like. 
It just made was, up. Because there, now there's two kinds of, like, when Queens hook up with uh, Trade, there's After a Gig Geesh, which is geesh. still in drag, and there is I Got Dressed in Drag for this hookup, which is the ugliest, saddest drag you've ever seen. <laughs> I have a smoky life. eye, maybe a laugh, <laughs> maybe foundation, okay? <laughs> so, no, this, this is after Bad Drag Queen, so that's why it was like 3.30 in the morning. So then, and so I'm at the elevator pressing, the fucking elevator is not coming, and now they're coming it's down. It's good. Elevator I know, and, then, and they're coming down the hallway, but they, they weren't mad, but I was like, I don't know they're gonna, I was, I was so nervous, and the elevator opens up, and they're like, and they kept, they're yelling, where you going? Where you going? And I'm like, I'll be right back. I go to my car, bitch. That elevator door to not close fast enough. I was Man, out. you, you were probably, you probably had 30 pounds on both those. We should have fought them. In the fucking building, girl? No, that's not wise. You're not gonna fight somebody on their territory. Then all their cousins and shit come out and beat me up too. Okay, I was uh, meeting out of Grinder one time. I walked into the uh, hotel room. And uh, he was not the guy in his picture, like at all, not even <laughs> close. But he was still good looking. So okay, we can fuck around. He was like, let me massage you. He started massaging my back, and then I'm on the bed, face down. He's like massaging me, and then something touches my foot from like under the bed. And I was like, oh my god, you have a dog? And he goes, I don't have a dog. And I was like, <laughs> so I get up, I look under the bed. There's a person under. The, I never heard this story. There's a person under the bed. I'm like, oh my god. There's a person under the bed. He goes, no, they're not. He, then he just crawls in front of the bed. And then I goes, what the fuck is this? The back door opens. There's another person in the room. There are three people in there. And I'm like, oh, my God. And then I go to leave. And as I go to leave, three more people walk in the room. Okay, what was This is after the drag race? Oh, and my wallet was empty. Your wallet was empty? Yeah, like the guy crawled under the bed, stole everything in my wallet, put it back, and touched my foot on my back in. Wait, this is after drag race? This is before drag race. How much money did you have? I think I had like, oh, it was like from one gig. I had like $150 in my, in my wallet. Like, I, I did a gig. Gag. I put the money in my wallet and, like, and I beat it. Gag, Bob. I know. Well, it was a Wednesday. It was the hell. So it was a Tuesday gig. So it was. Bad drag queen. It was probably. Industry. It was probably from Monday. Anyway, it was, it was cash. It was fucked up. Gag. And the, but at least they didn't try to fight you. I, girl, I was like, I should. I got to trash their house. I, I was like, I just, I just left. That was scary. Anyway, thank you all so much for joining us on Southern Rivalry. <laughs> this, was, this was a fun episode. This was cute, girl. Yeah. I live. Uh, yeah. See, I, this is the, that, yeah, I enjoyed that. All right. Um, <laughs> all right. Thanks for joining us, guys. Peace thank y'all. Bye. Do it when you do it once. Absolutely. I'm not doing that. When I do it once. No. It, You're not going to bully me into doing it. <laughs> Sibling Rivalry is proudly presented by the only productions. We would like to thank Mitch Farino, our executive producer. We'd like to thank you, the listeners. You're the most important part of this podcast. And until next time, we'll see you. No, no, that's the, our sign off is until next time. That's, that's your, that is your executive decision. Until next, at least like an, an ellipse, like a dot, dot, until dot. Until next time. Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> <laughs>